Welcome to the Fear Boss Show, a show created to help you become the bravest, boldest, and most badass version of yourself yet. Now, this show is allergic to basic. It's a show that loves real talk. It's a show that will help you slay self-doubt. And it's a show designed to help you check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm your host, Judy Holler, best-selling author, keynote speaker, improv theater junkie, and a hip-hop-loving entrepreneur. It's kind of like this. If Amy Poehler and Dr. Dre had a baby, uh, that would basically be me. I am obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can get more freedom in your life personally and professionally. This podcast is going to help you do just that. So, are you ready? Let's get this fear party started. You are listening to The Fear Boss Show, Episode 2. Well, hi there, Fear Boss, and welcome back to The Fear Boss Show. I cannot believe it is January 8th, 2020. Can someone please help me understand how that happened? But I've got to tell you, I'm really pumped up about the new year and the new decade. I'm always really electric this time of year because it is a new beginning, and I can't wait to dig into today's show and keep the conversation around momentum in forward momentum. But first, a couple of things. Number one, I've got to tell you, I am, for the very first time, using an iPad and an iPencil. I got it for Christmas. Santa was good to me. So I got an iPad and an iPencil, and I'm always the paper note taker. Anybody else a paper note taker? Maybe you are too. So this was like really uncomfortable for me to sort of switch from my paper to a a digital form of note taking. And I've got to tell you, you. It is amazing and really cool. So I'm running a little fear experiment right now. All of my show notes and my outline for today is on an iPad and I used an iPencil to write the whole show. So it's pretty amazing. So I feel uh, super cool and really proud of myself. So I'm experimenting with my fear, I guess in two ways right now. I'm not only recording my second ever podcast episode, I'm I'm using uh, digital note taking to keep me on track. So it's kind of cool over here. But yeah, episode Two, episode two. So this means something very important. It means that I have a request for you, uh, a call to action, if you will, at the top of the show. DM me on Instagram. Talk to me on the social media. Send me an email at hello at judyholler.com because I want to hear from you. I mean, this show is designed for you. So I want your ideas and inspiration and topics. What do you want to see me do? Do you want more solo shows? Do you want more interviews? Do you want me to cover anything specifically? I mean, I will have themes every month. That said, I want you to tell me what you want. So make sure you're talking to me on all the social media, specifically Instagram. Jump into my DMs. That's probably where I hang out the most and talk to me. Tell me what you love. Tell me what you want and tell me what you want more of. I am listening. We are listening and we certainly want to hear from you. Also, I've got a fun announcement before I jump in. It is January 8th. This means that the audio book for Fear is My Home 
Homeboy is officially available on Audible. Holy cow. I am so excited. This has been a long time coming. It's been caught up in edits, but I've got to tell you, if you are an audiobook listener, you're going to love the audiobook. Of course, the physical book is amazing, and you can get that on all the things. My book, if you are new here, is called Fear is My Homeboy, and it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in most airports. You could Google my name and find my book, but it's certainly on Amazon. But now it's going to be available on Audible. And while the physical book is awesome, it's got homework assignments, people love taking notes and flagging it and highlighting it. The Audible experience is going to be just as cool, and it's going to have a few extras. For example, we end every chapter with sort of a Q&A style podcast between myself and Amanda on my team to dig deeper into every chapter. So if you're an Audible listener, welcome to the party. Fears My Homeboy is now available on audio, so make sure you get you some. Okay, so the theme this month is momentum. Momentum. So I'm going to write that bad boy down. Momentum is our theme in January. It's all about starting strong, yes, but finishing strong as well. Uh, Most of us feel really inspired and ready to start strong, right? We've got these New Year's resolutions and goals and ideas and dreams and plans, but it's a fear boss that finishes. And so how do we set you up for success so that you can finish stronger than you started? Okay, today is January 8th. So we are about eight days into a new year and a new decade, and you're probably feeling pretty fired up, but we're about to hit the middle of the month. And how do we keep the momentum going? Here's the deal. You will never really feel like it, right? You're never going to really feel ready. Uh, There is no perfect time to try new things, to make big changes, to get uncomfortable, to push yourself a little bit further outside of your comfort zone than you're used to. But the only thing standing in between your goals, your dreams, your desires, and everything you want in this life is your damn self. So we have to have a conversation about mindset because without a strong mental game, you will be finished. You will be finished before you even start. And listen, I speak from experience. I have struggled with anxiety my whole life. I've had anxiety before it became like cool to have anxiety. And I mean that with love. I think social media and all of the ways that we're connected digitally and electronically have really heightened anxiety for most people who normally wouldn't even struggle with it. So I think we all have a little anxiety these days, but I've struggled with anxiety my whole life. And I even write about my ongoing struggle with a panic disorder in my book. But listen, I run a business and I have people that depend on me and my success depends on my ability to perform at high levels consistently. So my mindset, my mindset is mandatory. This means I have a set of core values and mantras that keep me moving forward, keep me in forward momentum, and keep me out of my own way. You'll hear me say this a lot. Thank you, Ice Cube. We got to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. So I'm going to share with you uh, today these core values because they really are the secret weapon to being a fear boss, and they've really been the secret weapons to my success over the last four years as a business owner and as a fear boss. 
See, here's the deal. For a fear boss, every damn day is January 1st. We don't wait for a new year or a special day to boss up for ourselves. We realize that every day is a new chance to get it right. And every day is a chance to boss up and choose yourself and inch those dreams and goals and ambitions of yours forward. One hour, one day, one week, one month at a time. And isn't that so fucking exciting? This idea that every day you get a chance to inch yourself and inch your life forward every single day. So let's dig in. Here are the seven core values of a fear boss. Number one, we experiment with fear every day on purpose. You will hear me say this time and time and time again. It is the core number one core value of a fear boss, and it is the core idea behind my work on fear. I talk about this from the stage in my keynotes. I work primarily as a keynote speaker, and a lot of my writing will involve this idea, and everything I create for you really loops back around this big idea of getting uncomfortable every day on purpose. So I'm going to challenge you to do big and small things every single day to work your brave muscle. They could be big things like leaving a toxic relationship this year, quitting a bad habit. I mean, listen, I smoked cigarettes for years. I still can't even believe I did smoke cigarettes. And some days I miss it. I'm not going to lie. Quitting smoking is not for the faint of heart, (laughs) but I did it. And so maybe this is your year. You quit a bad habit. You leave a toxic relationship. You ask for more money. You go for the promotion. You move to the new city. So fear experiments can be really big things like that. Or they could be small, everyday things like speaking up first on the conference call, sitting in the front row of a meeting, making your first Instagram post, trying a new food, taking a different drive home from work. Again, this means, this idea of experimenting with your fear every day on purpose means you are always looking for opportunities to get uncomfortable because you know it will grow your brave muscle. So uh, number one, we experiment with our fear every day on purpose. The core idea behind managing your fear. Number two, we say yes and. Yes and. And anytime we say no, it is to protect our yes. So yes and is a cornerstone of the improv theater and all of my training in the improv theater over the years was really rooted out of this big idea of saying yes and. So I have a background in the improv theater. I studied professionally at Second City in Chicago. I'm an alumni of their conservatory program and improv theater really changed my entire life and it really has inspired all of my work on fear and this idea idea of saying yes and is a big one because yes and is all about momentum. See, improv theater is not about having the best thing. It's not about being the funniest or the greatest or the best. It's about the next thing. What am I doing here on this stage, in this scene, to move things forward, to hear the person I'm with, to support the person I'm with? to make them look amazing, and most importantly, to keep the scene moving forward. So we say yes and to do that. And this also helps us not get stuck in 
perfectionism, which is a way that fear loves to show up. So saying yes and will keep you in forward momentum. We do, as a fear boss, love the word no. So it's important to put the disclaimer on this that we have to say no sometimes, right? Because uh, saying no will protect our yes, but it always comes back to the yes. So a fear boss says yes and, and oh, by the way, you saying yes also pushes you outside of your comfort zone. So are you saying yes enough? And will you say yes enough this year for yourself to new things, to new people, to new places, to new ideas, to new fear experiments? A fear boss says yes and, and anytime a fear boss says no, it's only to protect their yes. Number three, a fear boss is allergic to basic and extra is in our DNA. This means that you are not afraid to be authentically you. For example, I just recorded the other week a video all about sequin, a video all about sequin. I am obsessed with sequin. And it was a big fear experiment for me to do this. By the way, I'm not a fashion blogger. I'm not a lifestyle video YouTuber. That's not what I do. Uh, But I had gotten a couple requests from you to share how I wear sequin for the holidays, but also year round. So if you've ever seen my keynotes, you'll see that I rock sequin from the stage. If you follow me on Instagram or any of my social media, you'll see sequin always making an appearance and it just makes me so happy. So I recorded that video and I was really afraid to do it. I almost didn't do it. And I'm so glad I did because it's gotten such a positive response. And regardless of that, I had so much damn fun recording it. And you can literally feel that when you watch someone do something that makes them come alive, that gives them joy, that makes them feel electric, you will feel it. And this is the stuff we are addicted to. So a fear boss is allergic to basic and isn't afraid to mix it up, to play, to have fun, and to boss up. We are brave enough to boss up because we understand that normal is boring. None of us want normal. We all want to see you be the best version of yourself. And that takes guts and courage and grit. So Get out there, do more things you love this year, and remember to not be afraid to be authentically you, because that's what the world needs more of, more brave, happy fear bosses. Number four, energy is your superpower, so we protect it at all costs. So when I'm talking about energy, I am talking about mental, physical, and emotional wellness. I want to remind you, and I wrote about this in my book, I put a whole chapter in my book dedicated to this idea that you are the CEO of you. Chapter four in my book digs into this idea in great detail. So I want you to think of yourself as a CEO, whether you work for someone else or you run your own business like myself, I have done both in my lifetime. I have worked for in corporate America for someone else. I spent 25 years building a career in the meetings and hospitality industry, and now I run my own business. It's all It'll be four years this year that I left the paycheck to do my own thing. So whether you run your own business or work for someone else, you are the CEO of you. You are running your business first and foremost before anything else, because here's 
the deal. Nothing works unless you work. Anything you want in this life, personally and or professionally, depends on you being the healthiest, best version of yourself. So nothing works if you don't. So I want to challenge you in this area to think about four key things. There are four assets you have to protect as the CEO of you. Number one, your intellectual property. What is your plan for personal development? What have you put into your schedule this month, this week, this year to be pushing yourself personally and professionally? Are you reading enough books? Are you attending conferences solo or with other people on your team? Are you watching YouTube videos? Are you watching TED Talks? What is your plan for personal development? You have to always be learning because here's the deal. It's really hard to get stuck somewhere old when you're always learning something new. Your other asset is your ability to focus. Do you have a plan? Because here's the deal. When you aim at nothing, you get nothing. So are you putting a plan together every night before bed on what your day is going to look like tomorrow? And are you using a goal-focused planning system to inch those dreams, goals, and desires forward? Another asset is your habits. These are your daily, weekly, and monthly habits. So we've got to raise our ambition. We want to dream big. We want to think big. We want to shoot for the stars, but we must deepen our discipline. That is a Brendan Bruchard quote, so I cannot take credit for that juicy little nugget, but you've got to raise your ambition, and that's amazing. We want you to shoot for the stars because when you aim at nothing, you get nothing, but you have got to deepen your discipline. So your habits, daily, weekly, and monthly, are a massive asset in the business that you're running as CEO of you. And last, the final asset that is mandatory to protect, which goes back to core value number four, is your energy. And this is your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. So how are you protecting your energy, your mental, physical, and emotional well-being? So maybe it is removing energy vampires from your life, you know, walking away from a toxic relationship, unfollowing someone on Instagram that sucks or makes you feel like crap about yourself. Mel Robbins did this thing for a minute on social media that was unfollow Friday. And I loved it. So can you maybe do unfollow Friday? I I don't know about you, but I unfollowed a couple of people at the end of last year and I feel lighter, literally lighter. So we've got to remove the toxic people from our lives. Can you move your body more? Maybe you need to go to therapy. Maybe this is the year you go to therapy. I call it happy hour, right? But maybe this is the year you you, you do that for yourself. Maybe you start writing in a journal or begin a gratitude practice or start meditating or take some CBD. I don't know. But the point is, do you have a plan to protect your mental, physical, and emotional well-being? Core value number five is that we are always better than yesterday. I'm borrowing that one from Miss Rachel Hollis. That was all over the place. I attended the Rise Business Conference in the fall with Amanda on my team, and that was like on our bags that we carried throughout the conference, and it just kept coming up every day. You are better than yesterday. And one of the mantras I write down every morning in my power statement practice is that I am always getting better. And I think it's the same idea. I am always getting better. I am always getting better. I am always getting better. Like every day you are reborn. So here's the deal. So of core value number five is that you are better than yesterday. It also leans right into one of my favorite big ideas, which is this, that you will either win 
or you will learn, but you will never lose. A fear boss will either win or learn, but they will never lose. You will never lose. So every day you are reborn. So give yourself some grace and keep going. Core value number six is that we celebrate failure. Yes, we do. There are no mistakes, only gifts. This was another besides yes and. This was another core value and mantra that came out of the improv theater for me while at Second City in Chicago that was a massive game changer for me. Doing improv was one of the first times in my life that I watched mistakes and failures be celebrated. I even had an improv instructor, an improv teacher one time that would literally walk into the room before any show or before any rehearsal, and he would look at all of us and he would say, I want you to go out there and fail. Fail hard. And that blew my mind because I was like working in corporate America where, you know, everything had to be perfect. You were like a little robot. And if you messed up, oh my God, I might get fired or written up or whatever it may be. But here I was in an environment where mistakes were being encouraged and celebrated. And dude, it was a game changer for me. So the mantra of no mistakes, only gifts were our biggest mantra because we knew that anytime we failed up there, and I'm using air quotes, anytime we failed, we actually were winning and succeeding because those failures on stage always became our gifts. So a fear boss will either win or learn, but a fear boss will never lose. Never lose. And that is empowering. So don't give the chance of failure, the power. That is giving fear the power. Give the power to yourself and celebrate your failures, celebrate your mistakes, and recognize them as your greatest gifts. And core value number seven is that we choose love, not fear. Because at the end of the day, every emotion, everything you experience, any reaction you have, or any way someone else reacts to you, is either a love-based reaction, a love-based emotion, or a fear-based reaction, or a fear-based emotion. Fear looks like jealousy and competition and gossip and anger and worry and panic and anxiety and perfectionism and self-doubt and feeling like an imposter. But love, love trusts the process. Love knows that the universe is abundant and love understands that what's meant for you is always coming to you. So there's no reason to overreact and control and become afraid and have anxiety and force it. So a fear boss chooses love-based reactions versus fear-based reactions. A book to read that will help you lean into this idea of choosing love over fear and really trusting the process and realizing that everything that's meant for you is coming to you is a book called The Science of Getting Rich. And actually, funny story here, cool story here, Jen Sincero, the author of You Are a Badass, who is one of my favorite authors and wrote one of my favorite books, a book that became the inspiration for so many things in my life, including my book, Fear is My Homeboy. Uh, She came through Ohio, where I now live and did a book signing and a book reading at our library. And before her signing, she did a reading and I stood up, fear experiment, and I asked her a question and I asked her, one of my favorite authors, what her favorite book was, what book changed her life the most. And that was her answer, The Science of Getting Rich. And the title instantly gave me, I kind of judged the title, right? I got super judgy. I was like, what is that book, right? That sounds really woo-woo and hokey. And what does that mean, getting rich, right? I don't, it just felt really icky. 
sticky, right? And then I went and I bought it. I mean, it's Jen Sincero, right? She's got to be onto something. Look what she's done. Look what she's written. So I went and read it and mind blown. I loved it. It's a book that comes with me on the road. It's uh, on my nightstand. And it's a book I flip through almost daily to remind me of this idea of choosing love over fear and to stay in an abundant mindset and to realize that what's coming for me is meant for me. So The Science of Getting Rich is a great read. And it was the number one recommendation from Jen Sincero, author of You Are a Badass, when I asked that question. So if she's into it and I'm into it, well, maybe you you will be into it too. So I thought I'd put it out there, but hustle, believe, receive. That formula works every time. Okay. So to recap, Fear Boss, here are the seven core values and these core values will keep you in forward momentum. I promise you they will change your life. They will become your secret weapon to success and they will bring you to the finish line time and time again. Number one, you experiment with your fear every day on purpose. Number two, you say yes and, and anytime you say no, it's to protect your yes. Number three, you are allergic to basic and extra is in our DNA. Number four, energy is your superpower. So you protect it at all costs. Number five, you are always better today than you were yesterday. Number six, you celebrate failure because there are no mistakes, only gifts. And number seven, you choose love, not fear. So fear boss, talk to me. I'd love to hear which one of those seven core values resonates with you the most. Drop me a DM on Instagram, message me on Facebook and share this episode on Instagram and tag me up. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're loving and your support means the world to me. In the meantime, stay brave, keep experimenting with your fear, and I'll see you next week on the show. Well, hi there. It's me again. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so damn glad you're here. And if you loved this episode, which I hope you did, my hand is on my heart. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling a little extra boss today, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more fear bosses like you can find this podcast. And better yet, share this podcast with a fear boss you love and encourage them to listen. For more on me, my work, and my keynotes, you can visit me at judyholler.com, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R.com to learn more. And this is also where you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called The Fear Boss 5, and it comes out every Friday where I share five things I'm loving, learning, and reading. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you love this podcast, you're going to love the newsletter, and you can sign up right there on my website. My book is available at most of your favorite book retailers, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, airports, all the things. So search me up on Google or type Judy Holler into Amazon and grab your copy. Last but not least, you can always come hang out with me on the social media. Instagram is my favorite place to be. I'm on Instagram at Judy Holler, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fear is my homeboy and Twitter as well at Judy Holler. Until next time, Fear Boss, keep experimenting with your fear and stay brave.